The Old Testament reading for this morning and the basis for our little meditation together is Psalm 23. It's a psalm of David. David actually sang these words. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me and your rod and your staff that comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? O great shepherd of the sheep, we come before you today longing for guidance, for rest, and for healing. We acknowledge that like sheep, we often go our own way, we wander off, we lose our bearings. But you brought us here together to worship you. We are within your gates. We praise you for the power of your presence among us. So quiet our hearts, calm our troubled spirits, and remind us to listen, for we gather eager to hear your voice. Open our ears, our hearts, and our minds to your word for us this day. Amen. Well, they can make or break you. They can put scars on your soul or stars in your heart. A bad one can ruin a life forever. A good one can redeem a life forever. You will frequently rejoice over the good ones and you will forever regret all of the bad ones. What am I talking about? Decisions. 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 They can make you bad, glad, or sad. I read about a man who had placed some flowers on the grave of his dearly departed mother, and he started back to his car when he saw another man kneeling at a grave nearby. And the man seemed to be praying with a profound intensity, and he kept saying things like, Why did you have to die? Why couldn't you have lived? How could you have left me in such a predicament? Oh, I'd give anything if I could bring you back. Well, the first man walked over to him with sympathy and said, Well, sir, I don't wish to interfere with your private grief, But this demonstration of pain is more than I've ever seen before. Who are you mourning for so deeply? Is it your child? He said, oh, no. He said, is it a parent? He said, no. The man said, well, who is it? He said, my wife's first husband. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) 
Decisions, decisions, decisions. And thank you for that, because I will tell that same story second service, and it will be quiet in here. <laughs> so I appreciate that more than you know. <laughs> you know, we all face decisions in life. You're here today because you made the decision to be here. Really, if you stop to think about it, life is just one decision after another. This morning, David shares two wonderful truths with us, I think. He shares that God travels with us and loves us enough to correct us when we make wrong decisions. And that if we but trust God, God will lead us to make right decisions. So we're here on Mother's Day and on UMW Sunday and when we stop on days like this to consider the women in our life, those who have been mothers to us, those who have graced our journeys in other ways, we have to acknowledge that parenting someone is hard work. It's hard work because in part, no one pops out with a user's manual wrapped around their toe. It is tough parenting. And as I get older, I think it's even tougher in today's world. And I think that some of the work of a shepherd is a lot like being a good parent. We all long to keep our kids on right paths, so I'd like to just look at this for a minute. First of all, and I hope you hear this, the shepherd can't be a sheep. The shepherd has to be a shepherd. That's the shepherd's job and calling in life. It is the same in parenting. Be the parent. I think it's the greatest gift that you can give your children. Simply be their parents. Too many parents today just want to be their children's friends. Our children have plenty of friends. And often those friends are a whole lot cooler and in the know than any parent will ever be. What our children need are parents. That doesn't mean that you can't have those intimate conversations that friends have. It doesn't mean that you can't do things that your kids like to do or share in the adventure of growing up. That's all a part of being a parent. But a parent puts raising kids and leading them on right paths as a high priority. Our children want to know that we care, that we love them with the best we've got. And you may not think so, especially when the eyes are rolling and you get the attitude. But our children also want to know the boundaries, because deep down, they know they need them. Friends don't set boundaries. Parents do. It tells them that you care about them enough to set limits on their behavior. My personal experience is that they will push on the boundaries. They will test you and see how far you are willing to stretch them, but that's okay. I know it can be frustrating as a parent, but that is what they do. It is part of what they're trying to accomplish after all. Children need to grow up. And just how do we do that? 
Well, we learn what we can and can't do and what is acceptable and what is not. And we learn these things by testing limits and pushing against boundaries. As parents, it is our job to set boundaries. Next, I think we're called to be there, just like the Good Shepherd. And that takes someone who is willing to devote time and attention to the sheep. It means walking with them in the fields that they walk and knowing the state of the pastures. Get to know the rest of the flock. As parents, we're called to be there. Being there affirms that you care. Being there affirms the boundaries that we set. Being there helps our children downright paths. And then as parents, just like the Good Shepherd, I believe we're called to be the, the example. I don't think our children are looking for someone to like. They're looking for someone to be like. They're looking for someone to follow as an example of good living. Be that example. John Wesley once said, I learned more about Christianity from my mother than from all the theologians of England. Susanna Wesley lived as an example. You want to be a great influence in your children's lives? Then be the example. Show them what a Christian mother or father is supposed to be by being that Christian parent. All of this is not easy. But it is priceless work. And we know that these relationships involve walking through valleys in our life together. And the question is not whether we will have a handful or a truckload of valleys to go through in our life. The question is, how do we get through them? And this scripture reminds us that we don't go through valleys alone because the Good Shepherd is our constant companion. And being our constant companion means that we don't have to be afraid of the shadows. And you know what a shadow is. It's the outline of something that is blocking the light. It is not the light. It is harmless except for the fear we let it generate in our hearts because of the what unknown whatever which it hides and that we often sense is lurking in that shadow. But remember that a shadow has no substance and it cannot hurt you. A man who was a worrier suddenly changed and he looked more rested and had more energy and he was actually nice to be around. And somebody asked him what had happened to cause such a change and he said that he had read in the Bible that he who keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. And all of a sudden it dawned on him, if God is going to be awake, there's no point in both of us not getting any sleep. And I've slept like a baby ever since. Just remember, no matter how big the problem, God is always bigger. And no matter how dark the valley, we walk with the light of the world. We're never alone. Problems seem so big sometimes. But God is the same size. And David reminds us that God has promised to walk us through those problems. This shepherding stuff, this parenting stuff, 
It is not easy. But remember, without a shepherd, the sheep are not a flock. There were two rabbits who were being chased through the woods by a pack of ferocious foxes. This is my last Mother's Day story. So the rabbits dove into a hole, and one rabbit cried out, What will we do? What will we do? And the other rabbit replied calmly, Well, we'll just stay in the hole until we outnumber them. (laughs) (laughs) Remember this. We outnumber all of our troubles, all of our problems, all of our worries, all of our fears, simply through our faith in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. Have faith. Have faith. Amen.